Tonight we have a special edition of the Moto X Pod show with a little hot topic. We've got our buddy Chris Cooksey on the line. He's going to talk about TMS, which is the transcranial magnetic stimulation. Uh, Cooksey, how you doing tonight, man? Dude, I'm doing really good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. We've got Muscle Mark in studio tonight. Hello. What up, Muscle Mark? What up? <laughs> So, Cooksey. Cooksey, this has been a pretty big topic to you. It's pretty important to you. You wrote an article on Moto X Addicts about it. Um, kind of fill us in, you know, why this is so important to you. A little bit about, you know, just give us a little background on the whole thing for people that don't have any idea what we're talking about. Okay. So, uh, so I'm 43, and uh, I've been riding motocross and, do, you know, action sports type stuff my whole life. And I've taken, I was like you guys have, I've taken a lot of blows to the head. And you always wonder, hey, what's going to happen? How is this going to play when I get older? Well, I got old. <laughs> and it it sucks, man. It it just it changed me. My wife saw it happen. And it's been about the probably the past five, six years. It's weird. It's like the, the prefrontal cortex in your brain, mm-hmm. the neural pathways, just they stop firing. You just don't feel, you don't feel pleasure like you used to. And and I think this is way more common than a lot of people would like to admit because it is. I mean, it's it's something I had a hard time admitting because you don't want to. Nobody wants to admit, hey, I feel like shit. Right. It's just it, it, it comes across as kind of weak. But I was suffering, and you know, all you see about concussions is just negative, negative, negative. I wanted to find a living treatment, something that can help myself and a whole bunch of. There's a whole generation of us coming up that raced in the '90s. Who didn't? I mean, and I don't blame our parents. I don't. I don't think anyone knew. Nobody knew that if you hit your head, it's going to bother you in twenty years. You know, we just thought, okay, well, they're fine next week, so let them race again. Um, you know. Yeah. But this, yeah, this treatment is. I mean, it's something that has changed my life, man. It really has given me a second chance, and I'm and I'm pumped. And I just want to. I want to share it. You know? Yeah, you you had mentioned in your article, you know, especially there, look concussions has been a hot topic in the NFL for a couple of years, and there's a lot of new studies going on, and of course, um, you know, there's there's evidence that concussions and brain injuries can lead to things like you know uh, whether it be depression, um, you know, all kinds of mental issues. And we we recently lost Tyler Evans, and and you know he's had some brain some brain injury symptoms um so this is a big deal i mean it doesn't only apply the the tms treatment is not only for like major head injuries i've been reading up a little bit it's it's for people who have anxiety and people who who have those type of mental issues also yeah and that's and that's pretty much what it was it was it's fda approved for depression depression only which you can get your insurance to pay for it the thing is though it you know over in europe and some of the other places, they're a little bit more aggressive with it. They don't have to worry about lawsuits and other types of stuff. It it does, I mean, anything that connects those pathways is like a reboot. Um, and, and I just actually just had my last treatment today. And I'm telling you, Darkside, it's a different, I, it, I went riding yesterday, and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot how fun it was. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, you feel it. But, I, you know, I went to the beach the week before, and I was like, wow, I forgot yeah. how cool it is to be the beach. It's just the shit just doesn't. It's like it's like you hit the switch and nothing goes on. Sure, and it's it's a slow transition. It's not like one day you wake up and all of a sudden the shit doesn't work. It gradually happens. And for me, also a, a big issue is emotional impulse control. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would fly out the handles for the dumbest little things. 
that wouldn't, I mean, it's really not a big deal, but it's like you don't, it, the filter goes away. And Mark and I both kind of, we kind of talked about that a little bit because you, you know, you've had a lot and you did the MMA Mark. So yeah, I mean, no, I, I know everything you're saying, you can just echo that you're feeling that you're feeling have felt. I feel the same things. And, um, you know, the impulse control being a bigger part of it, it got worse. You know, I noticed it gradually starting to get worse as I got older. I was like, what is wrong with me? You know, and you mix uh, depression, alcoholism, some things in, in the middle of that, and it really becomes an issue. And I haven't been able to go do this treatment yet. I did uh, I did check into it. They don't do it in Texas. Oklahoma City is like the closest place for me, so I'm going to have to <clears throat> figure something out when they get it going here. But, um, no, I, um, <clears throat> I'm, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, that when you say – when you were just saying that, um, you know, the feeling of pleasure goes away, the things you like to do, I know that, man. I wondered what it was for the longest time. I was like, what in the hell is wrong with me? Am I just getting old? Is my testosterone low? Had that checked. That's all good. You know, different things. And I'm just like, man, what is this? But, and, uh, you know, I get different, you know, weird headaches now that I used to never get. And, uh, and they're not sinus related. They're not migraines. And I don't know if you got that or not, but I just, in some days I can really think and focus. And then there's other days, like mainly like right now I'm feeling, you don't know it, but dude, I'm having trouble remembering stuff and it's weird, but it's, it is what it is, you know? And that, that's what it's yeah. from, I believe inherently. And I can remember yeah. when I started changing, when I really first got my first hard blow to the head and I can look back and think now that things were never the same after that. Did, did you feel the same way? Absolutely. Um, but I mean, I had them when I was young, so I don't, I don't recall. And I think I, I recovered quite a bit from them, but I had some not too long ago. And I just actually went with, with my kids to the trampoline park and go ahead. I, I, mean, I, I didn't realize I was 43 and bounced <laughs> into the wall. And I just, man, for like a month, my wife's like, what's wrong with you? And, and that's when she really made the decision too, is I'd looked into it before and that they denied me my insurance. And I mean, unfortunately, it's a pretty expensive uh, treatment. It's the place I went is uh, HPR Treatment Centers. If anyone wants to find out about it, it's HPRTC.com. And uh, I was set to pay for it. I was like, you know what? They do zero percent financing. My wife's like, just do it, just do it. Um, at this point, there's nothing to lose. You know, she sees me. She she would see me when I would take the mask off. You know, I go to work yeah. and. And it's pretty, I mean, you suck it up, you smile, you know, when you're supposed to, you know, the social cues, we've been doing this a long time and, and, you know, but I get home and she saw me when I didn't have that mask on and she saw what I was really feeling and she could see the pain and then the lack of pleasure. And she's like, well, what the hell? She's like, you know, I know you're right there, box, and I have to take care of you eventually, but not yet. Right. So let's look into this. Yeah. I, uh, I watched, you know, if you go to the Moto X Addicts um, article that you wrote, there's like a little YouTube or a little video clip where you kind of put some I, you you edited it together after certain treatments. You're, you know how you're feeling, and you mentioned in that the video a a moment or a, an issue you had had at home with your wife, where typically you would have flown off the handle, and you you felt different because of the treatment and you handled it different, and your wife was pretty emotional. It sounded like because she noticed the fact that you controlled yourself a lot differently absolutely she's she's waiting for me to go to 10 and like just be <laughs> angry and, and 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 i don't know this is something i found myself doing that i didn't know is i started because on the weekends when i didn't have as much to do i'd go riding but other than that you know i just i kind of was down and i i 
I don't really even have a reason to be down. Like she's right. pretty good in my life. So I would indirectly start a fight with her. And so she's the butt of all my shit, which which sucks. And it's and it's shitty to say, but I mean it is what it is and you know, it's kind of embarrassing, but fuck it. I mean now I've been there, dude. Now I'm on the other side. Now I'm on the other side and, and you know, it's yeah, she she's she's ecstatic. It's it's actually kind of taking getting some used to. Yeah. Like she'll come home after work on Friday, and like we almost got we got into a little. I think she's kind of expecting. She's like, I got to get used to this new year too. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids the kids are treating me different, man. It's just that's awesome. I am so thankful, and I'm trying to. I've been trying to get a hold of. I talked to Mike Young over at Road to Recovery, and I'm trying to get those guys. It's something I would like to see available for, you know, retired racers or you know, because. And Mark could probably speak for this. When you're in that with that fog of down, it's not like you're going to wait for the insurance and, yeah. and really jump through all the hoops that make you jump through. You need that treatment, and you need it now. I mean, I've had three friends that I grew up racing with who have committed suicide. You can't tell me our lifestyle didn't have something to do with it. You uh, know, I 100% agree. I, I've seen it, and it just it hits out of nowhere. One day, you know, and I'll be honest, I've had those thoughts. Luckily, I've been able to control them, but you just wonder when the day's going to come where it becomes too much. And, uh, and it happens with some of them, you know, those guys you talk about that they're, they're not with us anymore. And there's different athletes it happens to, you know, so on and so forth. And you wonder, that's why they're doing it. I mean, it's been documented a lot too with, with football players, especially. But I wondered when that was going to start becoming more prevalent. With uh, with with our with our sport, when you're going to start seeing more guys having those issues, because a lot of them just go away and you don't hear from them anymore. So you don't know what happens. You might hear about them dying, or, or something, but you wonder if that's really what happened. You know? Yeah, our sport does a really good job of uh, hiding that stuff for fear of people not letting their kids ride dirt bikes. But like I said, I'm bringing this to light so that people aren't like I'd rather I would rather take a subject that. You know, people say, I don't want to let my kid ride because of, you know, concussion. Well, hey, guess what? Well, there's TMS therapy. There's this. Because I'm not going to stop riding. I mean, right. that's, that's – I, I love it. Um, I would – I mean, my kids don't really want to do it. But if they did, I'd welcome it. It'd scare me a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you, you do the sports and you take the necessary precautions and and search for treatments. And that's that's what I'm trying to do with this is just make it available so that when that next generation of riders comes through, you know, there's an option. And that's, and that's all I really want to do is just give options. And I'm, like I said, I'm so thankful that I found this. And I mean, I really do think I've had a, I've got a second chance at life and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, and I, I, anyone, anyone out there is suffering, then please hit me up on, hit me up on, you know, Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And, and we'll talk. I've already talked with a ton of people. Trust me, we're not the only ones suffering here, Mark. Um, there's a lot of us out there that are kind of suffering in silence and right. you don't need to. I mean, and it's crazy too. Like Mark, you were talking about the, the kind of the suicidal type thoughts and it's embarrassing to admit, but it's crazy. That fog when it grabs you. And I, and I, I hate to say it. I see where these guys are coming from and you see, I don't know if you've had anyone tell you, Oh yeah, suicide. It's the pussy way out. You with your friend. Yeah, I get it. But you know what? That fog grabs you. And it, it just messes with you. Yeah, Sometimes you, in, the, in, in that moment, you might think that's the best thing for everybody. Right. It really does trick you. Well, they, um, people say that you you know if that happens, you're mentally weak. What they don't understand is that it is it, your mind is so powerful that when it goes to that direction, when you when it takes you when you go to that place, it doesn't feel like there's any other way out. And uh, and it's yeah, such it, a strong feeling. 
it is, and it's scary, and it's something that, you know, that's something I kind of want to let everyone know. Like, hey, even though, you know, everyone, a lot of people are suffering, so there's options, man. And I'm like I said, I welcome anyone to, to call me or message me and, uh, yeah, get get treatment. And, and I think that there's a big connection between the pain pill addiction and also the brain injuries. Right. Because I, I actually, you know, I suffered a little bit of a, I had a couple of injuries in a row and got hooked on painkillers for about a year and a half. And what I noticed was temporarily they gave me the same pleasure that my brain was missing. And I think that's part of the reason I kept taking them. Sure. Um, you know, I, wanna, I don't want to make excuses, but it's just, it's, it's not a complete coincidence that all our guys are hooked on the same shit. And it, it, I mean, at some point we all got to look at it and say, okay, well, let's stop diagnosing symptoms and look at the problem. You know, is it, is it the brain? Is it, you know, is it mind over matter? Like, what is it, you know? Yeah, well. And, and I, I really believe it's neural pathways. Yeah, the the chemical uh, or the substance abuse, you know, we, we've heard all the stories, especially in the 90s, and people get hurt, or even now, I guess, they, they get prescribed, you know, overly prescribed, these pain medications you get hooked on because they do, it chemically changes your brain function, your brain, and your body starts to, to basically need that. And and then that leads sometimes to depression and all these other issues. Um, and it's not yeah. even just concussions that this uh, TMS really works for. I mean, they they're basically it's designed or used for anxiety, insomnia, depression. Uh, it doesn't have to just be because you've had a head injury. I mean, it it could be a it's used for a number of other things. It sounds like that can help a lot of people. I, I mean, I have somebody that I'm close to that deals with anxiety, insomnia, depression, um, you know, substance abuse, and all these signs, all this. I Really, I, once you, I read your article, I was like, wow, okay, I, I might need to mention to this person this is an option. I wish it was more readily available where we live. Funny you say insomnia. Dude, I haven't slept so good since I started this treatment. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, wow. It totally fixed my sleep. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, the brain's funny too, and then, and like you say, it's not just TMS is not just for concussions. In fact, it's not even really aimed at concussions. Right. Um, but I was I was speaking with the people at the clinic today, and the other person, I've probably had the most reaction to the treatment that they've seen. I mean, they don't they don't share everyone else's, but they said I was one of the best cases, mm-hmm. and the other really really good case was an ex football player that they had. Okay. So shocker, the guys that hurt their brains probably get a little bit better benefit from a reconnection of the neural pathways. Yeah, right. uh, there's a 100% correlation there, I agree. There's no way around that. And it's, man, I don't even know what to say right now. I'm happy, as happy for you as I can be. I can't wait to get into it and start it myself, you know? Yeah, and, and Jamie, like you said, the, the, you know, the drug problem, yeah, there's multiple, multiple issues with that. But one of them is guys that have damaged neural pathways produce less dopamine and once that pain pill hits it overloads those and gives them the same pleasure they haven't felt so it's just i mean it's one of the factors of many um yeah you know about as many factors in that as there is in the reason we lost the destination so (laughs) i can see that being a a thing with with the booze too because for at one point in time like i I love to party always enjoyed a good time didn't keep that stuff in my house though and I started wanting it and needing it more, feeling like I needed it more for because I just didn't feel normal every day anymore, and I didn't feel okay. And, you know, four, five, six, however many I could get down my throat 
would make me feel good again and make me feel like everything was all all peachy and then turn around the next day, wake up, not feel normal again, wait till I get off work, start again. And eventually it just started getting more and more and more and more until I looked up one day and it, uh, that too had a complete hold of me, not just the other, you know. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is the chemical stuff with the pain pills and alcohol, you're digging yourself into a big hole for a temporary, you know, just you're blocking it, but you're dropping into a big hole. It, and it never is. It, it only ends one way. I mean, it's just, it's not good. Right. Uh, I agree. Um, hey, well, I want to read this. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to read the synopsis that you put in your article. Um, kind of describes this, and this you got this information from HPR Treatment Center in Henderson, Nevada, the place you've been going. Um, it says, mood is regulated by a region of the brain called the prefrontal cortex. In some people, the cells in this part of the brain become less active. This can be triggered by a traumatic event or by physical changes, by physical changes that alter the brain chemistry uh reduced activity makes it harder for your brain to regulate your mood and mental health this can lead to major depression disorders this is what we've been talking about and what tms therapy works by stimulating the cells in your prefrontal cortex with electromagnet electromagnetic pulses delivered by the electromagnetic coil so it gets that it stimulates that area of the brain that is given the problems and i mean it i mean that 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 description right there really is better than anything we could probably put to say since we're a little bit yeah. more, a little they uneducated it, but they, <laughs> they call it a reboot yeah yeah i like reboot that your brain. yeah and, so yeah have you talked to anybody i know you mentioned in the article you talked to some of tyler evans's family but have you talked to any any you know current writers or anybody um that's kind of maybe getting on board and can you know that maybe no can lead? i haven't talked to any I haven't talked to any current writers, and you know how got you know how those guys are. They're yeah. in it. They don't want to talk about what could happen. Um, I have talked to some guys that are that are out of it, and some of the lesser known guys that are struggling a little bit. And you know, it, it's yeah, it's something that we need to we need to address. And I don't know how exactly you go about it. And I think the first step would be to establish either the road to recovery or somebody mm-hmm. just make some sort of treatment available. Yeah, I think that's a big part is you got to have somebody with some clout and somebody that can really push it and, and make it make get the awareness out there. It's hard, you know, for somebody like us to really probably, you know, make it where it seems realistic. Or, I don't know, to the, to the riders or, you know, where they actually go, oh, okay, this – yeah, because when you, when you hear what it is, like the description of what they're putting on your head, it almost sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but Dude, you, something crazy. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna, you just have to have somebody make it like somebody that really like Road to Recovery, somebody that has the the image, you know, that would know. Like, I don't know what I'm trying. I don't know how to put into words what I'm trying to say. Where other people would take it seriously, I guess. Yeah, and that's and that's my whole job is this for for me having this treatment. I don't think anyone really knew too much about it, especially in our industry. I just want to get people talking. That's yeah. the first step: get people talking. And and maybe there's somebody out there who's a few years off of retirement. You know, Pastrana, Wyndham, somebody like that grabs hold of this and it works. We're on board. We'll have something going. I don't know if those guys are struggling. I sure hope they're not. Um, but I'm, I would imagine. Somebody with a name is probably struggling, and maybe they'll hear this, and maybe they'll come out, and maybe we'll get something going. Um, it's crazy too, because I've, I've had this treatment, and it 
since I went at rock climbing, and I swear to God, my my give a shit meter where you kind of do things without thinking. I was like, oh shit, I'm on a mountain, and I was like, <laughs> it was kind of weird how I processed the whole thing. Yeah, even riding, like I, I process things that I would normally just you know you just hit send and go for it. I'm like, okay, well I could do this, and it was it was really weird how my mind worked. Yeah. I, I, don't ever remember it working like this, and it's pretty badass. Well, your your uh, description of what's happened to you is very impressive. Uh, I mean, if that's any tell tale, you know, of how this thing actually works, then it, it seems it seems worthy. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't know. I can't speak for anyone but myself. Sure, but that's how that's how it's gone for me. And like I said, it's been nothing short of a miracle. They say that's not always the case. You know, and, and it doesn't work for everybody, but God damn, it sure did for me. And, and like I said, I, I do believe people with brain injuries or the one thing is if you've had a brain injury and you suffer seizures, you can't do it because it makes you more susceptible to seizures. That's one negative. There right. are some stuff During this treatment, I had some lingering just headaches and I would get dizzy once in a while. But the way I compared it is nothing to what antidepressants do to you. Antidepressants do all kinds of work weird things to you yes. and this is only temporary this will go away um you know hopefully shortly after this treatment I, like i said i had my last treatment today i got a little bit dizzy but you know i'm, I'm hoping those will go completely away and i gotta keep my new mind well, i can so. i can i can attest to the antidepressant thing i unfortunately have to uh i have to stay on that right now it's the really the thing that keeps me between the lines is the best that i can you know and, and still function normal and carry on a normal life so it what do you do? I mean, if there's one not available, you stay you do it. You yeah, stay home. yeah, that's all you can do, right? Now, I want, I want to jump on something real quick. Going back to your article, they say a lot of, a lot of times this, a lot of these symptoms and and the, and the effects of will manifest right around the age of forty, between forty and fifty, correct? Yeah, um, right around the ages of forty is usually when like the concussion symptoms, like the what they call that, the uh, CTE and all that stuff starts to degrade in your brain mm-hmm. right around, the, probably about 35 to 45, depending on who you are and what kind of trauma you've had. But the weird thing about brains, no two are the same. So, yeah, usually about that range. It kind of makes you wonder about Travis Pastrana. He's starting to get up. You know, he's he's a few years behind us, but he, he's pushing on up there. I just wonder, if that he must not be a normal human <laughs> if he's not feeling some kind of effects because that dude has hit his head 40 times more than any three of us. You know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, and not yeah, just hit his head. I, he gets knocked out on a regular basis, I think. He definitely has crossed my mind. I'm sure, just from what I've seen, he's probably had a lot more concussions than I have. But that's the strange thing about your brain. He might be he might be perfectly fine. I don't know. Yeah. He might have. I, I honestly, I have no clue. And no two people are the same. I, I would hope he's not having problems. But if he does, I hope he gets squared away. So right. I want to jump back on the uh, the Tyler Evans thing. That that one really got to me for some reason. And then of course. You know, the, the police video came out, which I, I really wish it hadn't of. I wish they had to put that out, but it is what it is. Did you just wonder, do you, you've talked, I guess you've talked to people close to him. Was he really, really suffering from these symptoms? Like to, to the point where he's making life hard? There was a lot of things going on with Tyler. Um, and I wasn't close enough to really expand too far on those, except for they did think brain injury played a factor. Right. Um but there was there was other stuff going on of which I don't know I don't know the details and I don't know that that many people do. Yeah, right. Uh, he got pretty sideways and 
I I personally think the the brain injuries played a factor. How much? I don't know, man. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, I wish I hadn't seen that video either. My God, that's horrific. Yeah, that was terrible. And I should I should have turned it off and, and read the dis you know, I read the disclaimer you guys put out and I went and watched it anyways. And uh Dude, I, I didn't even Yeah. <laughs> I just I ended up even just clipping the disclaimer. I'm like I don't even want I just don't want anything to do with that video at all, and it it really bothered me for a couple of days too. Right? Yeah, you don't bother me. I think about it, and it's just horrific, man. It's sad. It is, and you just I mean. <clears throat> It's a crazy world we live in sometimes, and I wonder too about you know it's been well documented. Brian Swink had a lot of, you know of, of addiction issue, mainly I think alcoholism, and uh, I can of course can relate to that. But I don't I don't know exactly how he passed, but I would think that he probably had some of this stuff going on in his head too. You know, I have to think so too, and yeah, it's. Yeah, it's it's gnarly. And we'll think about this. Okay, so a guy blows his ACL. We don't just tell him rehab it. You go ahead and fix it, and then you rehab it, right? Yep. Why with the brain do we not do anything? And I and I get it. It's it's it is so much more complicated than anything else. Anything else in the body, but we do nothing. We just let it. We just wait and just hope. And that's literally the treatment for your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it has. I mean, the treatment for you know. The brain has increased dramatically, and not just in our industry. All industries have been really, really looking at this, thanks to the NFL and all that. So, I mean, I mean TMS this year, I mean, who knows where we'll be in five to ten years. I mean, we may be able to fix all these problems, but yeah. you know, it, it starts by talking about them. Definitely. You know, and like I was saying, we maybe not everybody knows somebody with a concussion issue, but they may know somebody with just a depression in general or – uh, you know, or drug and alcohol issue, and and this thing could help a lot of people, and it could change a lot of lives. It definitely talking about it, getting out there, and making people aware of it is a key. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you guys having me on to talk about it. Of course, man. It, yeah. it's not it's not easy to admit the shit, huh? I mean, I'm sure Mark can attest to it. It's, it's not easy to go on and and tell people, hey, I feel like shit. Right. I didn't I didn't really start coming out with this until you did, and it just just straight up like I knew I knew what was happening. I knew something wasn't right, and I knew probably what caused it. But you know, you just you, you try to move on and be a tough guy. And I oh, well, screw that. I'll, I'll I'll just tough it out or. I'll fix it, but no, man, it, it, dude. The, the the toughest thing you can do to be the, the if you really want to be that guy is to go ahead and admit it because that's the hardest thing to do on any, especially with any problem like that. But the, yeah. admit it because the first step to once you admit now now the ball's you know the, the everything's in motion now now the conversation's been started now we can start moving for moving towards a treatment a solution what have you. But yeah, and I and I did. I did get in contact with a, uh, a NASCAR driver. I don't know if you remember Jerry Nadu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he had his career ended with a head injury. and I mean, he's struggling. He's definitely struggling. And uh, I, I talked to him, and hopefully, you know, we can get him squared away. So, oh, that's cool. But, I mean, yeah. it, and, you know, the NASCAR guys, too. Dale Jr. was on Rogan talking about his head injuries. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a different world we're living in where it's, it's kind of, Hey guys, so let's let's talk about it so we can get this shit fixed. So. Definitely, definitely, but, it's not taboo but I, anymore. But I would, no, no, no. And, and, and the one thing I do here is, oh, you know, they're worried about it hurting motorcycling. I think it helps motorcycling. It brings us aware, you know, get the proper helmet, 
you know, and, and take the extra time off if you do hit your head and just take the precautions. But I've got one more. Stop no. I, want, I got one more thing I want to touch on before we end this, and that is the helmets. That is a lot of the technology that's going into this, like the MIPS system, uh, 6D's helmet, things of that nature. What do you think? I mean, is there any real way to, to – I mean, obviously you're not going to be able to prevent it, but I mean, 100%, but is that is that a good enough preventative to at least help, you know, to give you a better chance? Yes, and I really, really love what 6D brought to the table, and they opened up the, you know, the multi-directional impact and got really got people thinking a different way. From about 1990 until they came out with their helmet, it was like stuff EPS in there, Put, put a shell on it, we'll get yeah. past snow, we'll call it good. Uh, in the last few years, thanks to 6D kind of showing everybody there's a whole new way to do it, I mean, there's cone EPS, there's multiple types of multi-directional systems. Mm-hmm. The helmets are getting so light. Um, I wish I could talk about what's coming because I've seen some stuff coming down the pipe <laughs> that I can't talk about. Well, yeah, uh, I want to ask you off the air about but, that. Yeah, off the air I'll tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's but it, it, it opened the conversation, and they're going to get better and better. I don't know that you can ever eliminate it, but we need to be open to looking for for options to kind of limit it. I mean, it's a dangerous sport, and that's part of the appeal to the sport is the danger. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, I'll, I'll say this: it. since Six D came out, I got one when they came out. I've got an, a Fly F two Carbon now with the MIPS in it. I won't ride in a helmet that doesn't have that. It has to have something like that in it. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just I'm just crippling myself basically yeah. you know yeah and i believe ece is coming out with a new regulation that measures multi-directional impact oh awesome so your helmet will be will, will, you, you can count on a couple different ratings so right right all aspects of helmets are getting better heck yeah that's awesome bro well cooksy thanks man for uh contacting me about this this was really a cool topic uh interesting yeah I, I didn't um i didn't know a lot about it really until you brought it up and i read your article so uh, i appreciate it and i think this is a good thing awesome well, hey well i really really appreciate you guys having me on mark take care call me if you ever have any, if you ever need to talk just call me brother and then uh, oh, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep updating through articles and videos on moto x addicts and uh yeah, hopefully we can get this thing available for for you know for guys who need it. So. Definitely, absolutely. Hey, Cooks, can you stay on the line once we hang up? Once we stop recording, you got it, brother. All yeah, right, man. man. Thanks, Cooksy.